SoWin TV presents. SoWin TV presents. Welcome to your extraordinary life by design, where each week we will dive into tips and strategies on how to incorporate strong self-care habits, which will help you create, design, and sustain the life you want to live with confidence, grace, ease, and flow, and one where you can wake up to each morning with gratitude. Hi, I'm your host, Leslie Gaudette, Mindset and Emotional Awareness Coach for Women. If you want to create healthy habits to support your overall well-being so that you can avoid the burnout, people-pleasing, stop chasing after perfectionism, avoid comparison syndrome, and chasing after every magic pill, then you're in the right place because these are some of the things we will cover as the weeks go by. So I hope that you're ready to take back your life. Let's get started. Hello, everyone. Thank you for joining me for another episode of Your Extraordinary Life by Design. I'm your host, Leslie, and today I'm going to be talking about triggers, and more importantly, how do we identify them? Last week, we touched on what triggers are, and I identified some of them for you, and I'd like to revisit those for just a second. So, what are some triggers? Well, they're the anniversary date of loss or trauma, a frightening news event, too much to do because you feel overwhelmed, family friction, the end of a relationship where maybe it's a personal relationship or a professional relationship, spending too much time alone where you feel isolated, judged, criticized, teased, or put down, and finally financial problems. Now let's get into the meat of triggers and talk about how we can learn to identify our own. So how do we identify our triggers? Because it comes down to being able to answer this question, really. Well, first thing is self-awareness. Because being self-aware is key to knowing, understanding, and in turn, managing your triggers. So how do you become self-aware of your triggers, especially in this busy, chaotic world out there? And of course, your more personal and direct life with your family, your friends, your job, all of that direct influence. Well, it will look different for everyone, and it depends on where you are at in your life. Whether you're married, you have children, have a job, run your own business, if you're a caregiver to your aging parents, as an example. It will also depend on how you grew up, where, with whom. Understanding your emotional intelligence, meaning your interpersonal skills and your intrapersonal skills, which is really knowing who you are, what makes you tick, why you feel a certain way about certain people's circumstances and understanding other people's emotions and being able to manage your responses around other people how when they are emotionally responding. Yes, it's a lot to digest and it takes work to learn these skills, but this is not out of reach for you. I want you to know and understand that because this is doable and reachable for you, for everyone really, If you are willing to put in the time and the work and be dedicated to learning, it can be your reality. 
And so then it comes down to questions and learning to ask the right questions so that you understand it's an individual process. And then it branches out to understanding others and how they influence your trigger moments. So first, you start by asking yourself some questions. For example, let's talk about the topic of financial problems because this is a big one. In fact, it's something that will likely come up for you around the holidays. For example, because now you are or you may be focused on Christmas and buying gifts and holiday dinners and all of that part. The celebration, if you will. And you're focused on what you're going to buy and how much you're going to spend on everything. And now that has you focused on a budget. And you start asking if you can afford it and how it will impact you if you spend X amount of dollars. And maybe you're someone who budgets, but then you get into the holiday spirit and then you start second guessing yourself. Well, did I spend enough? Should I buy more? Is what I bought good enough? which has you focusing on the quality of your gifts and thinking that the gift isn't expensive enough to be good enough instead of focusing on the feeling that the gift makes someone feel because the gift is or the gifts are from you, from your heart. So that's one example of what finances can do to not only someone's mindset, but to triggering thoughts of inadequacy and doubt. Now, another example could be that you have a professional goal that has the potential to impact your family in amazing ways, perhaps allowing more time freedom to spend quality time, vacations, family dinners, family outings, more than you'd ever had before. And you're working towards this goal and you're finding that you're not getting there as quickly as you'd like. And so you start looking at what other people are doing, comparing yourself to others. And say someone in your life is doing really well in their business. They look like they're doing amazing things in their professional life, which is impacting their personal and financial life in all the right ways. And you stop and wonder, what does she have that I don't? Why is she successful, but I'm not? Why can she make X amount of dollars easily and effortlessly, but I'm struggling? How come I'm sacrificing my time away from my family and still struggling, working harder without any results, and I'm missing out on priceless family moments that I can't get back, and she's having the time of her life. They just got back from a two-week vacation from Hawaii. And so you're comparing yourself to someone else, and you start believing that they must be more worthy and deserving of you. And that has the potential to trigger you and bring you down. And you start to self-sabotage what you're doing, procrastinating, feeling emotionally drained, snapping at others. And all of this is because you feel like you'll never get ahead because so-and-so has shown you that only people like her can do it. Yes, it comes down to mindset as well. And when you get in this headspace, you are more easily triggered when it comes to finances, when it comes to money. And if someone, whether it's your son or your daughter or even your spouse, mentions money, needing it in some way, you are easily triggered, perhaps snapping and saying things that you don't mean and having to go back and fix it after you've had time to cool down. So how do you get yourself out of this spiral so that you stop letting your emotions around finances from getting the best of you? managing and stealing your time. You start with questions. Because learning to ask yourself questions that are right for you to understand where it's coming from will help you become more self-aware around your emotional trigger as it pertains to money and finances. So you can ask yourself questions like this. 
what is my relationship when it comes to money? Because you most likely learned something growing up around money. Let me tell you a story around my experience growing up around money. I grew up in a single family home. My, as I had shared in my previous episodes where my mom was a single, uh, single mom. I had two younger brothers and an older brother and she struggled, you know, to make ends meet. Uh, she struggled to, to make sure that we had a roof over our head and food on the table. Uh, and that was just because money didn't come easily for her. She, she just, she just struggled. And so she was often going to my grandfather for money. You know, he would give her money and I saw that she didn't have to pay it back. And I would hear things like money doesn't grow in trees when I would ask for money, you know, um, or I would have to wait. I don't have it now. You're going to have to wait. And that as a young girl uh, really hit me because I had friends growing up who I would watch their parents, you know, give them, you know, their credit card to go shopping. When we go to the mall, their friends, their, their parents would give them the card. And I got very resentful because I thought, well, that's just not fair. Right. And I then realized that my belief around that was I felt they were privileged, that they deserved it. I didn't because I grew up the way I did. I also learned from my grandfather to spend, not save, because he often would say, you can't take it with you. And although that's true, it it taught me, though, a lesson which I had to really unpack and unwind from, which was I didn't respect money. I did. I racked up my credit card debt. I would um, spend on things I didn't need, um, emotional shopping being one of them. And I did things with money that really, you know, I didn't respect it. And so for me, I had to really learn about that. So that is like my story around just, you know, just what I grew up with around money. Now, the second question you can ask yourself is this, am I of an abundance mindset or a lack mindset? So do you find ways to be grumpy when things are a bit tight and you start saying things like we don't or we don't or we won't have enough or why is everything always a struggle or Maybe you believe that you're not privileged because of X, Y, and Z. You grew up poor. You saw your parents struggle, those kinds of things. And then the next question under that would be, do you believe that money is evil, the root of all evil? Because you've probably heard that before, like the money is the root of all evil. And it's not that money is evil. It's just that people do things not necessarily that is respectful when it comes to money. You might also ask yourself, do I always worry that I won't have enough? And do I fear that if I spend X amount of dollars that something bad will happen and I'll find myself in a pickle? Now, all of the above beliefs can trigger your stress hormones, taking your stress to another level, and you in turn can become closed off. You might shut people out of your life, shut down, become non-communicative where you don't want to talk to anyone at all, and you don't. I get that. I used to be that way, especially around finances when things like that you know, I felt like they were a struggle. I would shut people out of my life. I would shut down, talk to no one about how I was feeling. But really, I was only hurting myself. I couldn't see a way out and I felt embarrassed. And I also felt like I couldn't talk to anybody. But in order to have an abundance mindset, you're going to have to learn to flip the switch, right? And instead of saying things like, I'm afraid that if I spend money on say it's a new, new shoes, that something bad will happen. I'll not be able to pay for an unexpected bill that came along and I'll not, I won't be in a safe financial position, 
right? Because I think that's part of what I felt. Like if I spent money on myself, especially as I really had this fear that money wasn't there for me, it didn't support me, that if I spent money, something bad would happen and I'd have to return my purchases so that I could pay for what it, uh, that bill that was unexpected. So instead, you want to be able to change how you speak about money and finances over your life to things that are more empowering, like I will have enough money, my bank account will overflow, or even go so far as to say I have enough money, God always provides a way. Now, in order to change the old way of thinking, you will need to get into a new way of thinking around money, an abundance mindset when it comes to money, when it comes to your finances. It's learning to put yourself in the right frame of mind around money so that you manage it more effectively and efficiently, and in turn, you treat it more respectfully, and in turn, you change how you view money. Now, I have one more for you. Let's talk about having a super busy, stressful life where you have so much to do and you feel overwhelmed. This is a big one, especially if you maybe work a busy corporate nine to nine to five job, because nowadays most jobs have you multitasking, you know, doing more than the job that you were hired to do, uh, more than the original job description. And maybe you're married and you have children and that leads to a very busy lifestyle with after school activities, teacher parent conferences, you know, making dinner every day, homework, bath time for the kids. And especially if they're young, you want to make sure they have get in their bath time, getting them to bed on time, you know, cleaning your house, spending quality time with your kids, spending quality time with your spouse, uh, spending quality time as a family, and then trying to find time for yourself so that you reset and recharge. All of this can make you feel overwhelmed and stressed so that whenever things get chaotic, whether at home or at work, you're triggered to react and respond by being short-tempered, impatient, irritable, angry, or even worse, blame-shifting your day onto those around you like it's their fault you are feeling this way, even going so far as being resentful and feeling taken advantage of. Now, the same principle lies here in that learning to ask yourself the right questions for your understanding will help you learn and become more self-aware around your buttons, your trigger moments. So questions like, why am I triggered? Am I tired? Am I feeling overwhelmed? Am I feeling resentful? And if I am, why do I feel this way? You know, a lot of the time we put ourselves on the bottom of our VIP list because we are busy serving other people. And we tell ourselves that we, we will get to what we need later, but oftentimes later comes and we're out of time for the day. If you do this enough, this can lead to resentment and feeling taken advantage of, and of course, feelings of overwhelm. Maybe it's you have a conversation with your spouse about sharing some of the kiddo duties, like bath time, homework, after school activities, dinner. It could be you also communicating to your spouse and your children that when mommy's taking a bath in the middle of the day with the door closed and locked, it means that you want that time to be yours, which means please don't knock on the door. Now, it doesn't mean that you're unavailable to them. It just means that you're taking some time to relax for 30 minutes so that you can feel good about yourself and be able to reset and recharge. Now, of course, if you have young kids, that's when you will need your spouse to help you out with the kids so that they don't disturb you. Bottom line is this. When you need something, the best way to get that is to communicate what you need because no one can read your mind, right? So communication is key. So how do you manage your triggers? By being self-aware. 
It will look different for everyone because your life is your life and no one else has the same life, the same triggers, the same dynamics. And really, it depends on where you are at in your life. Now, someone may have the same trigger as you, but it's how you respond, how you perceive, how you interpret what's happening is based on how you're going to feel, what you're going to think and how you're going to respond. For now, I'll leave you with this, which is how I closed with in last week's episode. If you're serious about learning how to become aware of how you emotionally respond when triggered, it will come down to deciding that it's what you want to do because you have to want to make the changes in your life so that you live from more joy, gratitude, and love. And when you decide that it is what you want, then the next step is you deciding and being willing to take responsibility for your responses and stop blaming external circumstances for making you do it. Because in reality, No one person and no one thing can make you do anything that you don't want to do. It's not in their power. Yes, it can seem that because you're feeling a certain way based on what someone else does or based on something that happens, but it really is your choice to respond the way you do. It truly is your choice in your decision when you respond and how you respond and what you say and what you do when you're triggered. Now, I promise as the weeks go by that I'll continue to help you understand this process so that you can start changing the way you emotionally respond so you become more aware of how you respond and learn how to take away the power of a trigger. And my hope is that as you get a deeper understanding in how you show up when you're emotionally triggered and you learn self-awareness around your triggers, that you start building your self-awareness muscle and learn how to manage your responses so that your emotions don't take over and manage you and steal your time. And as always, if you want to have a conversation around it because you feel like you could use a little more insight and possibly see what working with me could look like for you, then be sure to reach out to me at lesligodatcoaching at gmail.com and let's set up a quick 15-minute chat. For now, I'll see you next time. Thank you so much for spending time with me today and sharing your energy with me. I would love to stay in touch, so let's connect. Please follow me on Facebook and Instagram. If you liked this episode and what you are learning, please head over to whatever platform you are listening to this podcast on and give me some love so that I can reach more people and help them. And if you want to have a conversation around what you are learning because you feel like you could use a little more insight or possibly see what working with me could look like for you, then be sure to reach out to me at lesliegoodatcoaching at gmail.com and let's set up a quick 15-minute chat. For now, I'll see you next time. Are you feeling broken or lost? Are you struggling to find a community of like-minded women? Come join us on Soul Win, shining our light Women's Inspiration Network. Soulwin women have come out victoriously from their dark places and now use their God-given gifts to shine their light to the whole world. Get your free 30-day trial today. Go to www.soulwin.tv to subscribe now. Are you feeling broken or lost? Are you struggling to find a community of like-minded women? Come join us on Soulwin, shining our light Women's Inspiration Network. Solwyn women have come out victoriously from their dark places and now use their God-given gifts to shine their light to the whole world. Get your free 30-day trial today. Go to www.soulwyn.tv.
www.thepurpose.tv to subscribe now.